0: Uncovering the reality of the learning to trade journey can be tricky in an industry filled with many myths and misconceptions. The aim of this podcast is to generate clarity over this journey through documenting the challenges and the solutions I personally experience as I move through the process from novice to consistently profitable trader. Everyone's training journey is unique, yet if a shared tip or trick in this podcast can shave even 1% off of your learning curve, then that will be a job well done. hey guys welcome back to the podcast so today's episode i wanted to focus on what i personally do when i feel incredibly challenged and this is motivated by the fact that i'm in this group on whatsapp where we send each other like videos or books that we recommend and someone sent in a video yesterday um it's called stop negative self-talk it's one of those videos on youtube where it's basically like a motivational video. Um, there's like sometimes dramatic music in the background and then there's like a speech over it or an interview over it. Um, and it was such a flashback for me because I literally used to listen to stuff like this all the time. I think it was when I was like 14, 15. Um, I remember I wanted, I was like probably having to study for an exam or something and I had such low motivation, I was just like, I can't be asked. So I was like, let me, try and go on YouTube and see, um, like, how to get motivated, so I typed in, like, how how to get motivated, probably. (laughs) Um, And, you know, probably a couple videos where it's just someone literally saying, do this, this, and this. Um, But I also came across the ones, like I'm saying, where there's, like, a speech, particularly Les Brown, Eric Thomas, people like that where they're kind of either giving a speech or it's them talking and there's like music in the background and it's really dramatic and I would listen to these literally every single day it was the first time I'd like properly heard stuff like that even being spoken um it was I was like honestly like addicted to it whenever so say for example if I was studying I'd listen to it if I was before I went to sleep I would listen to it and I found it really started to kind of replace the way I was personally thinking at that time. Now, I wouldn't say that I've ever been someone, I mean, people around me might disagree, but um, I don't think I've ever been like, oh, I'm going to do shit. Like, I hate what I'm doing. I hate this. I hate that. Like, I've never really been like that. But at the same time, I've never been, oh, I'm incredibly, incredibly optimistic. But I've always wanted to kind of like do better than whatever I'm currently doing. And those videos for me became incredibly important when I felt challenged. So say for example, if I was having like the, a really shit day or something shit happened um to do with my work, I remember listening to those and it would kind of I felt like I was rewiring my brain to kind of perceive these challenges as opportunities to grow and to do better and I literally listened to these probably until the up to the end of uni because after that I know some of these videos off by heart like I I remember downloading them even onto my iPod at the time um I remember I was at a house party bloody hell my iPod was like in for the music and then one of these motivational videos just suddenly came on and I was like fuck but um yeah like I basically rinsed the hell out of them. And even now, you know, like I listened to a couple yesterday just to kind of remember how I used to listen to them and it was nice. But um, for me, it's kind of the same with, you know, loads of books that people consider helpful. that are about habits and this and that. I think there's nothing like the first book or couple of books you read that are about that. They're the ones obviously that are going to have most impact because it's the first time you've been exposed to that way of thinking. And I think that's now why if I get recommended a book... I'm not as like pumped as I probably used to be when it's about mindset and stuff because in my opinion like most of these things are kind of talking about the same thing but it just might be a different hack or it's written about in a different way. Um, I'm sure there are some new things but I can't see myself being exposed in the same way that I was initially when it was like wow this is all new to me this is I've never even thought about thinking this way whereas now it's kind of just about developing and growing that mindset. Um, but yeah, so when I personally felt challenged, then that is what I would do. When I felt shit, I would view that as prime opportunity of when my brain is most vulnerable. And it's an opportunity to rewire it. Whereas now, I feel like I just default into that way of thinking, to be honest. Like for me personally, I'm trying to think of the last time something shit happened. Um, not shit, but like a challenge. Probably when... I mean, I did a podcast on this when I had to change my zone, you know, when you think that you're almost there with, I mean, for me, with my trading, I think the thing that I found most challenging last year, or one of the things anyway, was, um, kept feeling like I was almost there. And then all of a sudden, it was like I wasn't, and there was something else to do. And it was, you know, for me, this is literally the only thing that I'm doing that's going to build my wealth so you know i'm sure obviously i'm going to branch into other things but it's kind of like the basis for me so you know hanging about and having to do this and this and this i'm very aware that you know it's then more time and more time and my goals kind of getting further away in terms of time um which was incredibly fr- frustrating for me particularly you know this time last year in fact it was flipping frustrating jesus christ Whereas now, I was even speaking to someone actually before I just started recording this, and they were like, oh, you sound like a lot more chilled with things now. And I think that's because, you know, really and truly, the work for my first strategy has been done. Now it's just about executing it. And that's not the type of thing where, you know, I'm having to sit here all day and execute loads of trades. It's kind of, I get on average three setups per month. So I kind of feel like the work's been done, I have to execute it according to the last 10 years you know this year should also go as those have and then i can look to get funded next year so i kind of see feel like the lights at the end of the tunnel and getting frustrated doesn't do anyone any good um another big influence for me was gary v if you know you know that i flipping really really like gary v i kind of have these days it'll be like i don't know maybe once every two months where i just like binge listen to his stuff for like three days and then I kind of end up not listening to it again for like two months um mainly because I've listened to a lot of his stuff I kind of like his keynotes but again it's about re because a lot of people have not been um like the majority of us have not been trained since when you're young since when you're in society since when you're in school to approach challenges and failures from a point of Oh, that could actually be a great opportunity for something. Like, if you even think about tests in school, say you didn't get a good mark, it's considered such a bad thing, right? Because it's it's so like results focused. It's not thinking, do you know what? But you developed a lot through this. Um, now we're going on to the next stage, and you know, develop for you to even get even better at the school. It's all driven on results, results, results. That's how we're trained. And that's why even, say, going into trading, it's about shifting, like, I found it about shifting my mindset to focus on the process rather than just the result all the time. Um, Because if you focus on the process, the result will just come. Do you know what I mean? Um, And that's not saying the result isn't important. Of course it is, you know. At the end of the day, in a lot of ways, that's how, of course, your performance is going to be measured. But the point is, and this is what I learned, is that if you focus on the process, the result will take care of itself. Um, You know, if you focus on, I think Will Smith said this, on laying each individual brick to build a wall correctly, just focus on that brick for that day, then soon you're gonna have yourself a mighty wall, but really you've just been focusing on getting each individual brick, you know, laid in the right way, and the wall will take care of itself. And I do think it's the same with trading. I think if you focus on each individual step of the process with incredible focus and, you know, getting that right, not even thinking about how's this going to be used for live trading, what about live trading? Just focusing on that. um, I think you're setting yourself up for success, in my opinion. And another thing is, for me, challenges are just a natural part of the process. Like, if you're not being... And look how I'm calling it a challenge rather than an inconvenience. In the past, I would have viewed a lot of stuff as inconvenient. Um, You know, it's inconvenient, this has happened, or that has happened. But really and truly, these are challenges to actually get better. And at the end of the day, if you're building something, such as, you know, you want to become a trader, so you're building your system, why would there not be going back and forth? Like, why would that not happen? Yeah? Yeah. If you're building something new, of course, you're going to have to be like, hmm, let me see if this works. No, that doesn't work. Okay, what about this? That is literally, like, the definition of the process of putting something together. Um, Who was it? It was, like, some inventor who said, I think he was trying to make something. He was like, I haven't found 10, I haven't found, he said, I've not failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. And it's true, each time you find something that doesn't work, you're getting closer and closer to finding the thing that will work. And, again, like I said with trading, um, a lot of the filters I was tracking, they ended up not... For example, structure, okay? I was like, from the beginning, I was like, oh, of course, every single um, pair or instrument is going to have... I'm going to include structure in it somehow. Because I just assumed, because that's how Akil trades, that's probably going to be the way I end up trading. I'm going to be honest, that's what I thought. And, you know, a lot of people use structure. I thought, yes, why would I not end up using that? The markets that I tested, some of them, like structure, applying a filter to do a structure. Like, for example, am I outside structure on my higher time frame? Am I at a level structure on this time frame? blah, blah, blah. blah. It didn't contribute to having a profitable edge. Yes, there were some stopped out trades that I could have filtered out, but there were also trades that hit my target. So net, so like kind of netting out overall, it wouldn't have been positive. And that's obviously why you test stuff because you can't just assume. But like I'm saying, kind of going through all these things that didn't work for me, I found what did work. And in my opinion, that's just the definition of the process. I don't see how it couldn't go any other way unless you just test the basic rules and you just, I don't know, do that on 28 pairs and only take the four that it actually works on, then fine. But even by doing that, you're finding the 24 that it didn't work on. So it's kind of just like going to happen one way or another. And that brings me into another point. Um, Say, for example, someone starts testing on a pair. Let's say they're doing 10 years and they've just tested 2009 and the whole, like it's negative the year. Um, let's say you get like ten stopped out trades. I think, say you get ten stopped out trades and like five that hit targets, but netting it out, it's negative. Number one, obviously, you're just going to notice that from a visual standpoint. I don't think you should be tracking pips and percentage and stuff until the end and you actually look at the result. But say you just kind of realize, okay, this is probably going to be a negative. Yeah. A lot of people would be like, "Oh, do you know what this strategy? Shit, it doesn't work. I'm not testing it anymore. Um, I want to go onto a different strategy. You get shiny objects, but in reality, you could have nine positive years after that. Yeah, so you kind of don't know until you've gone through the process as a whole. Things net out. Another thing is when you put everything together as a portfolio as a whole. Some, like for example, one of my pairs, it had." Mm, a decent drawdown, to be honest. It was like two of them have bigger drawdowns than the other two. But once I put everything together, it kind of nets it out anyway. Um, it brings it down because, like, within the time, let's say on my pound pair, one of my, my pound pair, basically pound dollar, um, the drawdowns bigger. But when I put it in with everything else, there might be like f- three trades on Nas one hundred that won between you know a trade that's got stopped out on pounds and then you know the next one so really when you're looking at your portfolio as a whole things work out that way so try not to focus so much on micro individual details having said that you know don't get me wrong obviously it's important you don't want to just include a pair in your portfolio that has basically negative roi year on year But what I'm saying is you can't decide stuff on short term failures without actually going through the process as a whole and actually getting to the end where you can see bird's eye view, this worked, this didn't work. Um, You know, it's a normal part of the process. Be glad that you're going through a process where you're finding, oh wait, if I traded this strategy on this pair, I would be losing money right now. You're literally saving yourself money, yeah, by finding something that doesn't work. If you find that applying a RSI indicator to your strategy reduces the profitability, be bloody grateful and glad that you went about that to find that this does not contribute to my profitability. Thank Lord that my mindset was that I didn't just go and blind trade this live because I've seen that people are trading it successfully online. Do you see what I'm saying? So view these challenges as Jesus Christ, thank goodness that I did do that because now I can see it's actually kind of saved me a lot of headache, to be honest, long-term. So in my opinion, short-term challenge and failures uh, are absolutely instrumental to success for the reasons I've mentioned. And if you are having, you know, because obviously every single person gets it, where you have days where something's going shit. Um, Either, number one, kind of go through, in my opinion, when I feel shit, or I don't want to do something, I try and do it anyway. Because sometimes you can just get past it. Um, You know, it's just a feeling you can't do everything based on feelings. However, if it's something extreme, and you really can't even focus, then take some time off and go and, you know, hang out with some friends or do something else that just puts you in a good mood. Even last weekend, I haven't been like properly out in terms of partying and stuff like that in a very long time um I'm talking about like clubbing type thing I just after uni I just wasn't bothered and then obviously I started my trading journey and this was just my focus like I'd be happy to go out but not clubbing out and anyway so last weekend it was my friend's birthday so it was basically like a big thing and it was actually so good to literally just go out let us some steam it was a lot of fun Um, and like I said because I I literally haven't done that in so long so that's probably why it was fun but what I'm saying is sometimes it's important to just be like do you know what you know I've been focusing for several months (laughs) it doesn't have to be that long a time but what I'm saying is if you get to the point where you're just feeling so kind of there's just proximity bias. you're so in it that you can't even see the bird's eye view, the bigger picture, and you're just feeling shit, and you can't concentrate. Go and do something like that. You need to reset your mindset. Go and do whatever it is that's going to recalibrate your perspective on life and on whatever you're trying to achieve. Because then when you come back, you're going to be fresh, and you're actually going to have saved yourself time. The amount of times I persisted and persisted and persisted at trying to focus on something, and now I can realise, that if I just, and I eventually learned this, if I'd just taken a day off... To go and do something else, not be at my computer, then I would have achieved that thing far quicker than just trying to, you know, feel bad whenever I was sitting there. Because um, what I mean is, is that like especially at the start of this journey, I would literally feel bad if I wasn't at my computer. Like even if I was out, um, I'd just feel be thinking the whole time, oh, I should have been doing this. Whereas now I'm kind of like I'm still working on this, but I'm kind of like just flipping B in the moment. You work like you work hard, you can also, you know, it's important to have time away. And like I'm saying, that actually makes you more efficient anyway. But it's about balance. Yeah, it's about balance. You also have to, but then at the same time, this is a thing I'm always, I feel like I'm pulling from two different um, <laughs> directions because I'm like, yes, you know, be in the moment, do things away from just, you know, focusing on trading all the time. It's important to have somewhat balance. On the, other ha- on the other side that I'm pulling from, I'm like, at the end of the day, if you want stuff that, like I'm talking about like 95 to ninety eight percent of people don't have, you really have to be doing stuff very differently. It's just true. Um, so, you know, I do think you have to sacrifice some things to achieve if you've got huge, huge goals. But at the same time, you know, the overall arching thing is obviously to be happy in what you're doing and kind of how you're spending each day. So whatever that is, is what you should go and do. Um, I remember hearing Gary Vee say this, and it's so freaking true. He was like, if you feel one day, like you want to go and see your friends and you don't want to be set at your computer or doing whatever you're doing. He's like, go and do that. Don't like sit there and make yourself unhappy, go and do what you need to do. And then you can come back. And then, do you know what I mean, you'll do it then. But don't kind of force stuff on yourself all the time. Um, But then pulling from the other direction, you obviously have to have discipline and you can't Like every single day if I was just waking up like, oh, do you know what? I don't feel like doing this today I don't feel like doing this today. I don't feel like doing this today. That's not what I'm speaking about I'm talking about kind of one-off outlier situations that happen about 10% of the time And like I said that nets out in my opinion as being more efficient in the grand scheme of things anyway I feel like this has turned into a bit of a run um I hope it's been clear I hope you've enjoyed it interested to know how you feel what do you do when you're challenged um what have you done in the past how has that evolved over time for me like I said it began with listening to these videos all the time um whereas now I'm kind of more in the mindset of I think for me the struggle isn't the same thing I think to begin with I was struggling with mindset when I was a bit younger of getting you know perceiving things that were a challenge as an opportunity whereas now i don't feel like i i feel like i already view it as an opportunity but sometimes things are a ball ache and then i'm like for fuck's sake and then i need to just go out think about something else come back fresh perspective ready to go this is what i need to do time to do it um so you know i feel like i've evolved over time anyway but yeah let me know your thoughts on this let me know what you've done I'm very interested to know because mindset's such a flipping interesting topic. Even just psychology generally, this shit fascinates me. So let me know if you've got any practical tips and I'll see you in Wednesday's episode.